what did the ginger beard man say with his uh, uh i listen to this podcast on my airpods in public and my biggest fear is someday my batteries are going to die and one of ryan's signature openers will ring out into the halls of my kids gymnastics class <laughs> hold on you mean a signature opener like here's the thing normally i would be glad to yell and call yeah. every single listener a dirty cum gargler a cock gobbler yes but he, but here's the problem uh last week everybody uh i got yelled at by professor uh professor professor ann husband. yeah congratulations by, on her professorship yeah by producer ann because uh my loud uh uh adam sandler s character yeah uh what does the lamey sandwich yeah just just give me a sandwich <laughs> uh yeah i just want a big sandwich on a piece of bread <laughs> just a big uh that was apparently woke up the boy oh for uh, how long did he wake up and go back to sleep or was it a uh, well, well like he went back to sleep after i stopped yelling okay <laughs> that was kind of what happened because he was uh, tired he was ready for sleep i did start to do professional sound effects ryan call everybody cum guzzlers again yeah, What's you could say it at a reasonable volume. I, I, right? I got. I, uh, I don't know if I, I don't want to give you work, Johnny, but can maybe you, can you up the volume and post? Oh, I sure can. Yeah, can be something. So, like, so I'm going to say it like normal voice, but I want like when it gets played on the episode to be like really loud. Oh no, I want to mess up everyone's listening experience. So yeah, go right ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> What's up, cum guzzlers? Go go go. Oh, you're I like started a doing foley. Yeah, you're like a foley artist over there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, let, let, let's see AI do that. Am I Ryan, right? Were you recently walking through the snow? Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I, I'm walking through the snow. Uh, in a thunderstorm. Crack, crack, crack. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the BBC ASMR podcast. Oi, governor. Where I was guzzling cum. Hold on. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the BBC ASMR podcast featuring Brenta Hune Gurgling. <laughs> oh, hold on. That actually sounds like his name, like a European guy's name would be Brent Terhune hyphen Gurgling. Gurgling. And now on location, Brent Terhune Gurgling. It sure is uh, quite the storm out here. I just go into like my Whoa. character's a, a, a weatherman that got sent to the storm. It's raining. It's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, so you you woke tonight for the weather girls, Brent Tehune. <laughs> you woke your child up. Now I, that I, was I, probably I not received well. Uh, 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 to uh, to Anne's credit, um, you she's going to be a really good mother because she mm -hmm. wasn't mad. She was just disappointed. <laughs> yeah, and that made me feel worse. Had she just been like, "Hey, can you keep it down?" I would have been like, "My bad." Yeah, now, she was like, "Yeah, you're yelling. I really did wake up the boy. I had to go in there." I was like, "Oh no!" Oh. So, what did the what did the boy like? How did he voice his displeasure? Did he be like, "Hey, Dad"? Like, yeah, what, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He can uh, he can talk already, Johnny. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Dad, that podcast sucks anyway. Could you could you just quiet hey, down?" Hey, Dad. Two things. Number one, you're too loud. <laughs> He, he basically talks like my character does. <laughs> number two, get me a salami no, sandwich and your two, Buick Sonata. A, yeah, but get buy me a Buick Sonata so I can eat a three-foot-long salami <laughs> sandwich. And don't forget to put the gobble ghoul on it, you <laughs> rat gobble. bastard. No, uh, so so how he, uh, I don't think he knew what was going on. 
uh, per a se. A baby not knowing what's going on? He, I'm shocked. Clearly, he, he barely registered that I came home today because he, he woke up from a nap and he didn't. It took him about 10 minutes to realize I was ever gone. And he was oh. like, oh, oh, yeah, that fucking guy. I it's like, like yeah. when your dog realizes you're home and he didn't know you were home. Yeah. yeah. Like if you have a deaf dog <laughs> and you sneak in, they're like, oh, shit, how'd you get in here? <laughs> That's kind of how the baby is. I've had those, actually. Yeah. yeah uh, but yeah, he, uh, he, 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 he sleeps on his face now. Oh. So that's the thing he does. Is that that's uh... good? It, it's a it. So we were worried about it at first too. Apparently, babies can sleep on their bellies if they get themselves in that position. I mean, I can't. I'll tell you that. Much. I'm uh, a yeah. belly sleeper. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No I, way. I, I, see, I got too much belly. My my f- head just hovers. Wow. Yeah, you... <laughs> I've got. I'm kind of just upright like that. I can't touch the ground with my feet or my nose. But on your, ba- if you sleep on your back, then you get little birds that tend to migrate on your gut, mm. like yeah. a hippo. Or, or what happens? All my stuff just goes equally to both sides, <laughs> <laughs> and my nipples point out this way. You're like a cat that <laughs> takes the form of a box that it just got in. <laughs> exactly. I just. Uh, Oh wait, but, Brent. But, back to the. Oh wait, no, Ryan. You finished. Then we got to talk about Brent sleeping on his tummy. That, that I would not expect that. So, so, so basically, what he does, he just like starts uh, uh, rooting his face around in the ground like a pig. Sure. Looking for some truffles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and and uh, he he also oh he does this anyway for whatever reason he likes to uh, move himself forward and basically sleep with his head against the 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 guardrail of Tight. the crib. Tight. And he kind of just like starts banging around he gets up on all fours and he starts looking up and because he's upset because he's like what's that noise coming from it ain't mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. he was really upset with what your part johnny yeah he, he, he was like like dad you're really funny brett mm-hmm. you get a couple good ones here and cool, there man. but johnny oh yeah oh, that, that's the reason i he started crying so yeah, uh, my yeah. guess uncle, is uncle john john was <laughs> it how close is he sleeping to you like when you record because i mean you Granted, your voice is very off-putting. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 here's the thing. When I'm doing this, I'm, I'm deliberately being a little quieter right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a theater background because I wasted a lot of money in college. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, yes. But as a result, I'm really good at projecting my voice when I'm performing. From your mm-hmm. diaphragm. This is, this is sort of a performance because yeah. I have to pretend that we're friends. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the performance I'm putting on. Yeah. So I'm already louder anyway. Producer Ann will tell me I can hear you throughout the house under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. You were just yelling a lot, and and just for context, so you see the where the controllers are back here. Yeah, that's my door out into the hallway, and then right across the hallway and a little to the left is the room the baby's sleeping in. That's our bedroom. Mm-hmm. He's in there, so he's really he's he's behind two doors. But he's maybe 30 feet, 40 feet away. Now, I'm trying to remember what expletive laced tirade were you screaming last week? That uh, was it, the salami it, sandwich. It was, it was a lot about the salami sandwiches, uh, <laughs> yeah. general uh, uh, misogyny, I think. Yeah, yeah <laughs> about, generally. The about, stuff about, we find hilarious. Yeah, and, and the way that I feel America should go back to. The things that used to be funny and are still funny if everyone could stop being a bunch of panty wastes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If everyone wasn't so fucking sensitive, they'd let me hit women. <laughs> That's the problem. The problem yeah. is we don't beat children to death anymore. And speaking of domestic violence, pull up a seat. No, 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I have no intros uh, for the second week in a row. Uh, Pug decided to not send me intros. And, did, he, uh, did he just give up on us already? I don't know. I think, you know, he's got a busy life, and uh, I, maybe he just forgot. I think his intros are fantastic. I enjoy I, reading I, them. I, I, I do, too, but also fuck Pug. What does Pug, Pug do for a job? He is a teacher. That don't God. make no sense. What's yep. he teaching? Uh, I believe it's uh, special education. For like what 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 age? Like what grades? Uh, well, special ed has a pretty wide range of ages, but I mean, I think he's teaching all the way up through you know high school age. So it's but, basically but, but, like I mean, it has like obviously special education exists and all, but like unless he teaches in a like a one room schoolhouse, he's mm-hmm. not teaching probably kindergarten to twelfth grade. Well, no, I I actually I think now. After many years, I believe he he actually just told me he's back at our high school that we graduated from. There's like he just uh, got he tra- he transferred over or took a accepted something there. But no, I th- so he's working with high school age kids, which those can be tough because they're at that age where like they're angry and they could also be strong enough to to do some shit. So, he's, yeah, yeah, uh, there, there was a story not that long ago. Uh, I think he's going to get jail time. But there was like a, a special ed like teenager who was like big. You know, mm-hmm. like he was like, you know, six, five, 300 pounds, like could be playing football if he didn't have, you know, other issues going on. And I guess uh, a, a small older woman teacher basically told him he couldn't play with his Nintendo Switch in class. Mm-hmm. So he bull rushed her <laughs> and beat the shit out of her. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like like sent her flying about like six or so feet in the air and then just like got on her sort of punch. Like they eventually pulled him off. But like and, and, and she's basically like, nope, he's going to jail. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, right from wrong. I mean, that's, but luckily Pug is six, five, uh, I will just say, uh, above, well above 200 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. You know. uh, having met Pug in real life, he's a, he's a big man. He, he's not yes. someone that's going to easily be tossed. No. Not now, solid, maybe. Right. That, yeah. that will be, uh, much easier to handle. Yeah. I'll, I'll toss his solid like the cartoons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, and you you are a defender of video games, Ryan, so you did spring for that kid's bail, didn't you? 100%. Like, <laughs> it, it, I, I'm going to tell you right now, if if producer Ann ever tells me that I have to turn the video games off. <laughs> uh, Pow! Right in the kisser! I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm like, if you don't want to be sent across the room, you better <laughs> go make me a salami sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> with some mustard to dip into directly. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you ever had in your life, Ryan, uh, where like sex? We, yeah, yeah, once. I have once. a baby bro. That's it all it took. Aw- it was It was awesome, man. We just watched. Uh, we were watching a tr- that show, True Life. Remember that True Life show on MTV? Oh, like, yeah, True reruns? Life. I- I'm a stripper or whatever. Yeah, where it was like one of them. There were a couple where it was like, I'm addicted to video games. And some of those people where it's just like, I'm if I don't pass this test, I'm failing out of college and my parents are going to sown me. I'm going to wait outside at midnight for the new Halo to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a thing where your video game, uh, I, I don't think it's an addiction, but your hobby has been a problem? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, this is where everyone's like, that's denial. But, yeah. uh, but no, the the... I, I will say, and not that I necessarily needed permission, but Anne sincerely does not care that I play video games and collect them and stuff. Yeah. Because she knows I'm responsible with them. I, I, I haven't, like, 
skipped gigs. Yeah. You know, for it. I you could be it. drinking in the garage, which is yeah. fine, but it's also you're not fucked up either. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't like neglected the child because I couldn't start my, you know, you know, pause my game. Yeah. Or whatever. I'll I'll come change you because there's no pauses during uh online play. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a long cutscene. That's what that's <laughs> we gotta get your you better shit during that cutscene. <laughs> that's gonna be your only chance for two I'll, hours. I'll change the shit diaper at halftime. Just give me a little bit of <laughs> Yeah. So so like no, like now, now, I will say it's never been with anything like serious that like was an important thing to do. Mm-hmm. But but there there have been plenty of times where I'm just like, I don't have anything to do the next day. Or maybe I have something to do later in the day. And I just get wrapped up in a game and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's 8 a.m. now. Yeah, I, I played way too long and I got to be somewhere at one. I played so the I Duck Dynasty game till 8 a.m. <laughs> exactly. So so I don't get enough sleep. Like, but But it's never been like. You know, I, I wouldn't have done that before I have to watch my son or before AGT. Yeah, you know, it's, not, it's not like I was like late. To, I've, I've never been late to anything because I was playing a game. I've never not paid a bill because I went and mm-hmm. bought a video game instead. Like nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You showed up with the Tetris music in your head. That's as close to getting drunk as you get. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I, I, I always, I always kind of joke around a little bit. Like, like I love my collection and I have no desire to get rid of it. But if something happened... I would get rid of it. Like I'm not that attached to it. Mm-hmm. I, I always tell producer Ann, like, look, if you if you need a kidney, I got kidney money yeah. on these yeah. shelves right here. That's, so you're gonna be fine. This room, I mean, I'm in a room full of like horror figures and toys, but I always tell people like, this is my in case shit. Mm-hmm. So like, if I uh, rather than do the GoFundMe, which I uh, I would sell all this and then do the GoFundMe and then keep do, yeah do whatever. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, you. I'm you would like, sell that shit. Do the GoFundMe to rebuy the shit that you just. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Not to save your feet. No, but no, it would be just to rebuy the stuff that you sold. I bought new feet, guys, but I need some of those limited edition figures back. Yeah, I'm gonna the sell. The, I'm gonna sell my new feet <laughs> for. <laughs> well, Johnny, you were on a ship for about two weeks. Yeah, I was on a ship for 12 days, too long. I did put a little montage together for all the cafeteriaites, for all the, uh, for all the, the you know, the, 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 the God-fearing cucks who do help put food in our mouths. On um, Patreon? I did, on our Patreon.com slash pod. We got two new patrons this week, which we'll get to at the end. But yeah, I put a little montage together. It was interesting. Um, I had two shows over the course of these 12 days. It was very interesting. It was, uh, there are two comics on board. Another dude named uh, Rodney Laney. I never met him before, but good guy uh, from Jersey. And so, dude, it was amazing. We each, usually I hop on the ship and I'm expecting to do two clean shows on the same night, like identical, just, you know, but there are only a thousand people on the ship and the theater can seat 900. So they said, yeah, there's no point in doing two shows. Like this entertainment director was great. So she uh, basically, I didn't do my first show until night five. I did 45 clean. And then my adult show was three nights later where I did another 45 and it was 18 and over. But I think I only saw like three or four kids in the entire ship. And so what you guys are talking about on the Patreon, uh, Brent, you mentioned you had a, you know, interesting show over the weekend and that went great really well went, went amazing so we were because talking you're, about you're a, you're a certified mm-hmm. killer brent you never that's have right. bad shows nope that's right yeah but my watch tell, just, tell tell your watch to shut up my watch said i'm not sure i understand she heard the I'm, patreon I, that's yeah if your watch doesn't shut the fuck <laughs> up i'm gonna dip it in some mustard and put it on a sandwich all right <laughs> 
And so we were talking about on the Patreon uh, what you do as a comic when you know it's going to be not your audience, when you're struggling to get through it, and what do you do afterwards? And so that's kind of how I always approach the cruises. Um, the average age of this ship was only 62, which is actually much younger than a lot of the ships I do. God, that's so old. Like, 62 yeah. is not old, but for the average age of the audience members mm -hmm. is for, for, old. For a, for a comedy show, when you're not also 62. Yeah. I mean, earlier this year, I did a ship where the average was 71. So, I mean, 62, I was thrilled. I'm like, yeah, we got some whippersnappers in this uh -huh. audience. And so I went and watched uh, the other comic. You know, he, he did great, but I liked watching him because he just stayed confident the whole time. And he had, like, long pauses where... You know, they were engaged, they were listening, but just not a lot of big laughs. And I'm like, okay, that's the kind of cruise we're on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm at the point with these cruises where I feel so much better doing the clean show than the adult show. Because the family show, people know what to expect. It's going to be clean. I, I kind of have that set figured out. And then I'll, you know, add new stuff as I go along. But the adult show is just a hodgepodge of random shit in my brain to make sure that I can fill 45 minutes, you know. And Good so, word, by the way. Thank you. Hodgepodge is one of my favorite words or two words. I have no idea. I think it's one. One word. So the clean show, I felt really great all the way through. And then the adult show, there was like a, a thing in the middle where I was like trying a couple of new things because why not? And they were still engaged. But the good thing is I didn't see anyone leaving. So when you don't see people leaving during a cruise, that's a big win. And I ended the adult show on an applause break because I closed on the same joke that I closed my newest special on, which I had never done that joke on a cruise. But I saved it for the adult show just because I already knew my my closer for the uh, the family show. And so I was like, you know what? I don't it doesn't matter how the adult show went. If you finish on an applause break, it means you didn't do that bad the entire show. Mm -hmm. So that's uh. but I always go with the entertainment director afterwards just to see if, if the person is smiling. Like so in a way to see like, hey, fun crowd, huh? I'm not fired, right? OK, cool. Yeah, that I was about to say I'm coming back next time, right? Like <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, oh, that, that's a tactic I use every show anyway. Mm. Uh, like, like you, you always pepper in, you know, you know, you never blatantly ask, hey, so we going to get something on the books for next year? Hey, mm -hmm. hey. It's like, oh, man, I got a great time. I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to coming back sometime. Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you kind of put it in there. Then you listen to their response. Mm -hmm. And if they're just like, yeah, good job. And they don't mention bringing you back. You're like. Oh yeah, that's how that ends. Okay, and, got it. and they don't make eye contact. They're like, "Hey, you were up there." Yeah, and, and you're talking on Facetime because they left. <laughs> I always hand them my avails, which is a blank calendar for the following year. <laughs> I like that. I mean, just it's like pick, pick one. Yeah, I, I'm pretty busy, so go ahead and just look through that, and it's all blank. But go ahead and pencil that in for me. Yeah, it, it sounds like we we all had some. Uh, I had a really old crowd on Sunday. Get out of here! I, I did. They, uh, uh, they, uh, they were old. They were very old. I was in uh, Lexington, Michigan. Oh, at that theater. Yeah, population eleven hundred for the whole city. Apparently, yeah. I knew it was a small town, but I didn't know it was a small town. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone there was pretty old. Uh, some of them were there specifically for me, like they liked me on AGT, so they were there for that. And you could tell some people went just because they go to everything that's there because it's one of those theaters that does like bands and and like tribute bands and and hypnotists like they like like the colin the guy who books it who was who was super cool like like he's he's a young uh young cat and he just uh 
he's bringing out like a lot of different entertainment here to this mm-hmm. theater. It was very cool, but uh, the audience was very old. Uh, some of them I don't think cared. Uh, well, well, right off the bat, uh, D- Dave got combative with him. <laughs> so, Wait, whoa, what do you mean? Well, well, there was just like one dude, like fifty seconds in, that was already yelling shit at Dave, and and, and I love Dave, and in, a, in most situations, I enjoy that he does this. But but Dave is somebody who has no problem torpedoing his own set to make sure everyone shuts the fuck up so that I can have a good audience. But uh, torpedoing how? Because if the dude, like, it's a tough balance because if you're the feature, you want to do well. You don't want to make it weird with the crowd before the headliner comes up. Right. So, but but so, but like he'll, he'll, he'll torpedo in a way that he will brute force them into shutting up. Uh-huh. Like, like he's really good at it. It's he doesn't always leave feeling great about himself, <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. But like, cause, cause he just wants to tell his jokes, but like, but th- th- this like, you know, I mean, I mean, sometimes we, we all accidentally do it. Like, like we'll, we'll, we'll get too aggressive too fast. And then we kind of bring it on ourselves. But like this dude, literally, like there was just some dude who like, and, and he was a nice enough guy. But I guess like he was just he'd been drunk since like the afternoon because oh, it was like he was a, a former vet who had some mm. PTSD stuff, and it was like anniversary of something or a, he was not in the best spirit, so he was ready to to talk and yell. Within fifty seconds, he was just yelling stuff at Dave, and he's and the guy was like, "I'm not heckling." And Dave's like, yes, you are, because you, you're yelling you right now. Yell, I'm not heckling. <laughs> yeah, I'm like kind of heckling, at least. I'm so, helping so, you. So it was just kind of weird from that standpoint. And plus, they were just one of those crowds uh, that even, like, they, they might love a joke. Yeah. And then give you nothing the next joke. Ha <laughs> ha. They're a Japanese wrestling crowd. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and done. done. Yeah. Like, like you, you could get a huge pop on something. Mm-hmm. You know, like like my stuff that like you know my 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 jokes that like always get like a huge reaction. Got those huge reactions, and then the follow up would get nothing. Uh-huh. It, so so it was just like weird to like make that work. Uh, so so like like I always describe it as this. Like like I I still tried my best. It's not like I I, I don't phone it in because like because you're at a certain point, like you said, Johnny, you're also performing for the person who books the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if they see you just either losing your shit and just, just yelling at their patrons, kind of like we yell at our patrons. Yeah, the freeloading uh, cucks. No, yeah. the, 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 even though even the ones that pay those little mm-hmm. SOBs. Yeah. Uh, but like also, if they see that like, oh, it's not going well, so they stop trying. You're not going to get booked again. So no. I'm still doing my best. But sometimes you just got to realize, like when you're up there, and I can usually tell within five ten minutes. I'm like. Sometimes they're a great show that I want to just brag about. And sometimes you're just clocking in, clocking out, just like a regular job. You're just. It's yeah, a yeah, money yeah. show. And I, yeah. I hate to call it a money show, but that's the end result. Yeah. I, I want them to all be amazing, but uh, they're not all Carnegie Hall. Yeah. I, I want know, like, I want everybody to have fun. But if they're not decided to have fun, mm-hmm. I can't make them. Dude, I had a show. I did a weekend uh, last October, so a little over a year ago. I don't want to say the club. Um, now, I will say this. Uh, nice couple that runs the club, but they really – maybe they've gotten better, but they're they're an older couple, and I don't think they really know how to promote their club the right way. Because um, ultimately, yes, as a comic, you want to sell tickets, but it's on the club to sell tickets regardless of the headliner. 
And this club is not having major names in, right? So I knew this guy from years ago. He books me. And it was three shows total. One out of three was a serviceable comedy audience where, like, mm -hmm. I felt like a comic. The other two were not at all. And one of them was such a train wreck. So that one of the guys hosting was a local guy. This specific show, I'd say maybe 15 friends of his came up. But let me, how could I explain it? They were not comedy audience members. They were people just hanging out, getting drunk, already high. Looking to had, party. Yeah, had no volume control really weren't paying attention and we're just like talking at full volume. Not all of them, but a couple of them, but all it takes is a couple when you have an audience of 40 to 45, mm -hmm. you know? And it got to the point where like doing stand up made no sense. And I ended up turning it in, turning it into like an AGT singing competition because this one dude in the back really wanted to sing. And then this other lady in the front was actually a former professional singer and ended up bringing her up. It, it was a complete fucking train wreck, but it was one of those shows where people would definitely remember and they had a fun time. But it was also one of those shows where literally half the audience was coming up afterwards and saying, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but the owners of the club didn't do anything like they may have said one or two things to quiet them down. But like they're not going to turn away that business because they're de desperate for business. So, yeah. It was one of those. And ironically, I emailed the guy twice recently about coming back and he did not message me back. So either he didn't like what I did with that show or he just, you know, doesn't think there are enough tickets sold or whatever the case may be. Or he thinks you're a little SOB. Might be. But, you know, here's the thing. I'll give you a chance, maybe two chances to quiet down loud audience members that are ruining a show. If I see you are definitely not doing it, guess what? I'm going to make a decision in the moment and turn it into a train wreck because at least the train wreck is entertaining and they're going to remember it. If not, I'm not, I'm not going to just motor through and do stand up when half the people aren't listening because then it's pointless. You're going to so, burn it down around you. Seth I Rollins. did. It's exactly what I did. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, one of the club I started, Crackers Comedy Club in Indianapolis, their old, old location, the manager would always have her big group of friends out and they would sit way far back in the corner. And you just knew that when all her friends showed up, there was just going to be a shit ton of hecklers. And it's like, if, if you're, it's your friends, they're here mm -hmm. at your business and you won't shut them up, then I really can't do anything. Nope. Like, I, I can just not, I can just wait till they get quiet and then go back to what I'm doing. And then they're just going to keep talking as I keep talking. But it was, it was like one of those where I'm like, if, if the, the place, the police aren't doing the job, then I can't really fix this, you know? No, you can't. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm like, when I was saying, like, that's why I like having Dave with me because like we work enough, you know, usually comedy clubs. I know you, you guys use some examples of that, but. In most cases, comedy clubs police pretty well. That's why yeah. they're successful businesses. You don't have to worry about it. But we, I also do an, enough weird one-nighters or like you know shows that like where they don't run comedy all the time, mm -hmm. so they don't understand what they're supposed to do. Because like, for some of these rooms, the people who book you for a comedy, you're like, oh, we do comedy once a month, and we really like those Matt Rife videos. Mm -hmm. So if they hear you like having an interaction, they assume that like, oh, that's what we all want. We just want to have that. And that's why I like having Dave with me because, because mm -hmm. Dave knows how to, e even if he gets too aggressive sometimes and he ruins his own set, he polices, <laughs> you know, he knows how to make it where he I does never, the job. 
I never have like e even if he has to go through it and yell at these people, I never have like a crowd where I go up and they don't pay attention for me. Like, yeah. like he takes like, like this weekend we did uh, not the one on Sunday, but one of the the late show we did Saturday, uh, which was generally a good show. Um, there was just a woman in the front who was just already drunk. Uh, I'll name her by name. Her name was Connie. Fuck oh, Connie. Of course it was. Uh, she kept just talking and it wasn't even like heckling, but like she was like in the second row. So Dave, like, you know, at first he's like very nice. He doesn't go zero to a hundred, but he's just like, Hey, look, I can hear you right now. I just, I'm trying to do my job up here. I just need you to be quiet. Okay. And then he just kept talking and eventually he's just like, you're a, you're a, you know, you're the local whore. Like why, why will, you know, he just, he just like e escalates. That's where I start is you're the local whore. Yeah, that's what I go to. That, that, that's your zero. Uh, and, and then like, it was like funny too. Cause like there was this other dude in the front, like they were part of this big group. And then like one of the guys sitting in the front as Dave, like justifiably was yelling at her, turned to her then was like, I'm sorry, Connie. And Dave was like, no, Fuck you. This isn't a me problem. This is a Connie problem. Wow. I just really hammered it home. Like, like they were trying to make her feel better. It's like, no, she's a dumb, loud cunt. Like, you mm -hmm. got to shut up. Like, mm -hmm. and I did the same thing. So like, she talked one time early on in mine. And, and, and I was like, look, AGT was four years ago for me. I don't need your votes. You need to shut the fuck up and quit ruining my Make-A-Wish right now. <laughs> Boom. And, and, and like you know that the that like she got she got real butt hurt at that, and then she left. She's like one of those people that like left sad for like forty minutes, and like oh, the last no. the last ten minutes of my set, she's just on her phone in the front, and that, that's not worth like she was quiet, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't get mad when people are on their phone. It's like if I gave a child an iPad, that means you're not talking. Yeah, I don't as care as long as you're shutting the, the fuck up. I'm just gonna yeah. power through. Well, <clears throat> that's a good little. uh story into our lives for the uh for the cafeteriaites out there you things know? are going well for us is what we're saying yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're uh yeah. we don't have that matt rife fan base quite yet yeah I'm, uh, although I'm, it, it, I'm, when he matt rife was in indianapolis i don't know that guy but i'm happy for a success but oh, i yeah. guess oh yeah <clears throat> in indianapolis somebody od'd during his show oh yeah, i saw that, something like that yep and uh yeah i mean that's not a reflection of matt rife that's just a reflection of whoever was at the show, but uh, I, I've had like people go to the hospital during my show, probably because <clears throat> I'm so funny. Yes, but yeah. I've never had you, you like literally killed this guy's foaming at the mouth. Call the EMTs, like that's just a you problem. You're get you're getting way fucked up at a comedy show. Yeah. Well, I will say uh, I watched uh, I watched a couple things when I was on the cruise. Um, the there's a lot of Netflix specials I watch, I'm, and I'm not I'm not watching as a hater. I'm just watching as a legitimate comedy brain i think and some of these specials on netflix i'm just like huh but one special that was fucking fantastic is pete holmes new special i think it's called uh, i'm not for everyone i mean i've always been a pete holmes fan but it's it's awesome it's really good and he's great and i watched the um the machine the movie i popped a couple times there was some really funny shit in that movie yeah i'm really yeah, that, that's one of the things i can't imagine that being a good movie bell to bell but I'm sure, I mean, if comics make it, there's got to at least be a couple jokes in there that really are going to get It kept you. my interest. It kept my interest the whole time. It, it was maybe about 15 minutes longer than it needed to be. But uh, it was very, <laughs> it's very interesting. And, uh, you know, Mark Hamill plays Kreischer's dad. I mean, come on. I was going to say, I'm I was going to say that I'm glad that Mark Hamill, 
I think he's always done stuff that's not Star Wars. But I really like he was in the Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. He was in uh, that movie. I mean, Mark Hamill's best work, I think, is his uh, voiceover stuff is Joker. Yeah. Oh, stuff. Yeah. He's phenomenal. But it's like he him mm. on podcasts is really good. There's something I I that is now in my vernacular that I heard him say on a podcast when he I think he was doing Star Wars and they were in uh in Britain or I don't remember where it was, but lady had really tight jeans on and some of the sound crew were local Brits and they would they were saying that uh she was munching denim. <laughs> so any anytime somebody's got super tight pants on, I always in my head say that so and so's munching denim. Well, in that case, uh, I'm munching denim. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I, munching I, sweatpants I, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I had way too long of a flight today. I got to watch three movies on one flight. Jeez, oh. where were you coming from? Detroit. You should, that's not long enough for three movies. It's it's long enough for three movies with this caveat uh, that uh, I started watching the first movie before the plane was done boarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was delayed because they were like they were having trouble loading all the bags, apparently. It's not like you, they have to load bags on every flight. Sure. You know, like some, these, some these of the people flights. work hard, Ryan. Stop yeah, yeah. busting balls. Some of these flights, they don't even put luggage on there. They just send you right on. So like when they do put luggage, it's like, oh, oh, no. People brought luggage with them on these flights. What do we do? Wouldn't it be funny if you just looked out and all the baggage guys were just fucking punting your bag? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what, what I we think. That's why I just do all carry on right now. And I, I I I have a move to make sure like no matter what uh, airline I take now, I just uh, say I need extra time. Why? So I was because so I'm crippled as fuck, man. I can't. You I, you get the best parking. Now you get extra time taking standardized tests and uh, boarding flights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, I'm sick of you people. As of recording tomorrow, I get to be on an all handicap award show. Oh yeah, that's. Are you doing that tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Yeah, that parking's I'll, I'll, gonna suck. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm trying. I, I might do a little spoiler here because like I'll already have recorded it. But like one of the first jokes I was thinking of, like it's good to go to an event in L.A. where every parking spot was handicapped parking. <laughs> <laughs> what is your outfit? Are you gonna wear a nice little vest? What do you got uh, going yeah, on? Yeah, I, I did a little. I did a little shopping this week. I bought. I bought some nice slacks. Okay. Uh, a nice little a button up. Nice little Ooh. vest to go over it. Whoa! It was um, what 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 did they call it? It was a uh, cocktail, like formal cocktail or something like that. Okay. You're dressing like uh, like a movie usher or one of the employees, perhaps. Basically, yeah. Because like a lot of time, like for men, it's like recommend you could like wear like a suit and tie, but that's just not going to happen because because uh, uh, producer Ann can't come with me. I don't have a plus one, so it's just going to be me. I'm like, if I need help getting dressed, I need stuff that I can in theory get on myself in or theory. need minimal help. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna look good. I got some new shoes. Ryan's gonna show up, and someone's gonna walk up to him and say, "Hey, I'll have the stuffed mushrooms, please." Yeah, and I'll be like, mm. "And you pull one out of your pocket." Yeah, that I was saving for later. <laughs> so, what exactly are you doing? You're doing a set, and you're presenting an award of something. Yeah, I am. It's true. So, uh, I'm doing the. It's called the Media Access Awards. It's an award show they do every year for. Uh, basically honoring individuals in entertainment, whatever that may be, uh, with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the hosts is uh, Oscar Award winner Marley Matlin. Hey, now. And then the other one, I can't remember his name. It's Troy something. I don't know my cripples. 
Well, I'm looking at the website right now, the mediaaccessawards.com, the largest minority group on the planet. Um, it's, yeah, uh, honoring, highlighting, promoting disability. And there's some lady on stage smiling, whoever that might be. And uh, okay, yep. there you go. That's, That's a, a Lauren real, uh, real, Ridloff. Okay. That's what the real thing. Trying now, to what, find what, the other what, sides here. What are these awards celebrating, Ryan? Uh, cripples and stuff. Yeah, Drew Lynch hosted in 2018, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, Drew Lynch has done it. I, I think he did. I don't know if he hosted or did a set. His voice is crippled. He's got a stutter. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Nick Novecki. Uh, Nick Novecki is a buddy of mine. Oh, yeah, I love that. Uh, he's he, he's going to be on it with me. He's the, the other comic. What's his uh, cripple? Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a tiny man. Very tiny okay. man. Okay. Very yeah, tiny man. He's a time. He he does the uh, the Easter Seals movie festival. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but like he uh, he also opens for uh, Nate Bargatze. Okay, yeah, which it's weird. Him. I did not know he did that until very recently. But I can't. Yeah, apparently they're, he's they're, been doing that for a long time. Yeah, they're good buddies. Yeah. So uh, the the other uh, it's Troy Kotzer. Okay, is the other host. Uh, so I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a comedy set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will bring uh, I will intro the next person who's going to be presenting. And then later on, I'm uh, I'm helping to present a, uh, um, a lifetime achievement award for, Whoa! for, for Simon Cow. So yeah, I get to I get for some who? TV time uh, for old Simon Cow. It's gonna uh, it's gonna air on PBS uh, sometime in the spring. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What disability does Simon Cowell have? He doesn't, but he's provides he's a lot of platforms. <laughs> yeah, he he has that real British accent. <laughs> No, he he provides a platform for a lot of individuals with disabilities, myself included. Do you think he remembers you? I yeah. Okay. He's not going to be there, but oh, well, he's not going to be there for a lifetime achievement award. He's in England. Oh, that's that's lame. <laughs> oh, having a spot of tea, li- sweeping your chimney, t- taking the lift up to his <laughs> flat. Is there Hello, a person? all you cripples. Thank One. you for this award. One, two, three, four. This is like the worst. That's even this is even worse than my fucking guy Fieri. <laughs> Dinah's drive-ins and dine. I'm my... British Guy Fieri. <laughs> my name is Simon Cowell, and you're watching Drivers Driving and Dimes. We got beans on toast. <laughs> we got fish and chips. You like it, do you? I'm fired, uh, aren't I? Ryan, uh, who who would you say is like the most popular person uh, with uh, a handicap? Uh, you're talking to him. What about the peanut butter Falcon guy? He's pretty popular now, right? I mean, sure. He was in a movie with, with yeah. Shia LaBeouf. There you go. Unless you were, but- unless you were talking about Shia LaBeouf. Oh well, that's it. Could go either way, I guess. I, I, it, it's hard to say because it also not 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 to be this guy, but like disability encompasses so many things. It Joe does. Biden, but like yeah, it was both successful. Joe Biden, good that guy, guy. I don't think the, dementia does not count as a disability quite yet. Am I right? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't mm. know, but I'm going for the title. I'll tell you that much. Is there is there a person that you would say is like at the forefront of uh, disabilities and and creating awareness and like showing, hey, it's we're not a wheelchair, we're not crutches, we're like we have talents too. The one that comes to mind is like Walter White's son. I don't know what that kid's name is. Aaron. 
I don't um, remember. Oh, his son. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the other guy. The the star not Malcolm. The no, Aaron. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> you're, you're not uh, the boss. Of Aaron me Paul. Now. Aaron Paul, not that guy. Okay, I didn't watch. I did not watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it it just depends. Like it depends on the. Uh, like what world you're in yeah and, and, and the advocacy that people do because mm -hmm. like because i'll say you know i don't think i'm the most popular disabled comic by any means but i i also don't do a lot of my whole thing isn't advocacy yeah you know like i i talk about it and i think through you know accidental means i do i mean how I could you not talk about your life that's just yeah. your life you know yeah like I, I would say the same thing of someone like drew lynch you know, yeah, like Drew Lynch doesn't shy away from the fact that he has the stutter, mm -hmm. but he's also not making his entire platform. I want equal, you know, I want no. right. You know, it's just he, well, he's just funny with that. Like if he didn't have yeah. the stutter, he would be funny anyway. You know, so, like, but there are some people who do, you know, like who actively do that stuff. And like but Lynch wasn't born with that, though, I don't believe. No, his was a like, his was a softball accident. Yeah. So it was, I think it was, it was from a, a yeah. from a flappers like softball <laughs> fucking game or which something which is like that. crazy but anyway yeah the wild that's thing. that's a comedy club uh flappers it's not like no he was flappers. hanging out with some 1920s broads they had the breast tape back and they danced real funny <laughs> he was time hopping again and went back to when they played the good old america's pastime <laughs> he got kicked in the throat by a rocket yeah i like that he went to see a softball game and not baseball <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it was uh, a league of their own. He was he went to that yeah. time. He went to see the Racine Bells play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dottie yeah. kicked him in the throat. There's no stuttering this? in softball. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the team names. Uh, the, the Rockford Peaches and the Racine Bells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, but but like, there's some like you know, I, I think Marley Matlin, you know, who is hosting this, you know, she's deaf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Won, won an Oscar. Uh, I I her name escapes me, but. It was maybe four or five years ago. There was a a woman who's in a wheelchair who won a Tony Award for Best Actress. Wow. Okay, who she does a lot of um, advocacy stuff. Um, it it really just depends because like I think there's like a fine line for it for me at least. Mm -hmm. Like like I like I like doing these events and I don't mind talking about it. like I do, you know, disability award show stuff a lot. Like I like I I like doing it and I and I don't mind talking about that stuff. But I feel also like just like anything like that, if you come at people too preachy, they're not going to listen to you anyway. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes I think advocacy, at least the way I look at it and what works for me, I'd rather it be more accidental and mm -hmm. more kind of just fluid with what I do as opposed to now that you're at my comedy show, I'm going to tell you how to treat cripples better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you treat them better, Ryan? Uh, you you uh you subscribe to their Patreon at patreon.com slash cafeteria pod. Should we start okay. paying them equal pay yet or no? No, never. Um, no. There I don't we got the Brent. Yeah, I don't mind getting paid less money uh, because uh, how could I hold that big wad of cash in these tiny hands anyway? <laughs> That's right. You're like Hulk Hogan. You're trying to shut down the wrestlers union because you want to be king. Yeah, I'm setting down the cripple union. <laughs> We're oh. cripple trying to unionize. There's I'm no like, way no, that CU is going to happen on my little watch. I'm the king <laughs> of the cripples. Uh, how many people are expected to be in this uh, audience, Ryan? I honestly don't know. It's at okay. the Avalon Theater, which is a cool know. little theater. All right, good deal. Well, right. we wish you luck. Uh, send us videos and texts. And, you know, why don't you post a little something on the Patreon about it? Uh, I, I'll, I'll try to give that a go. Oh, and, and by the way, uh, I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, I did mention... 
from the speaking of disability stuff I've done, the panel I did at Portland Retro Gaming Expo about accessibility and video gaming. Hopefully I will have that up this week. I'm uh I'm just waiting for the uh, the footage that I can actually post it. But I will have that for the Patreons uh, uh, earlier before I put it just on my main YouTube. But I'll, I'll have it up for a couple weeks just for the patrons. Nice. Well, speaking of our patrons, thank you. We got two brand new ones. We got Mikey3D, who's a concrete kid. We got Risk Inverse, who is a royal. He's going to regret that purchase. And <laughs> the rest of our patrons, Sarah Kitsonasses, Amanda, <laughs> Misty, Misty Young, Matthew Malin, Kermit Paddock, Christina Downey, Stephen Trumbull, Nikki Spliff. Oh, <laughs> Andrew, Rusty, Jeff from Philly, Casey Venema. Yeah. Let's hey, let's do it again to wake up Ryan's kid real loud. Rhonda. 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 Craig Monroe, Mikey Hawk, Nicole, Josh Hughes, Zach Belstra, Prafro, TC Libby, Joey Egan, Todd Curtis, Broadwind Devin, Jacob Schwartz, Jason Nicholson, Tom Springsteen, the boss. Robin Throsh and Nosh and Gosh and Richards and <laughs> Bart Krasafi JR. We love Jer. every single one of you cucks. Good, 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 good. Uh, speaking of TC, he had a great comment on my Patreon uh, montage for my cruise ship. He said, Question about the adult show. Any of those little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, Fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is is he referencing something? I don't know, but I thought it was great. And, and, and Johnny, by the way, you need a more updated list of the patrons because you do. you said one person who's not a patron. Who is uh, it? Was a patron. Zach Belster is not a patron anymore. Oh, and uh, and also uh, Joey Egan. Joey dead. Egan. Thanks for Joey, bringing that up. Joey Johnny. Egan is our hey, well. Jo no, he's always forever a patron, and no one joined the. Well, you know what? I'll go to the Joey Egan Memorial Fuck Off table. Yeah, that's where <laughs> you belong right now. I finally got my notes back. Right, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 you cuck up your one job, Johnny. Yeah, I did. So anyway, whoever wants to put themselves over, go fucking do it. Brentcomedy.com, uh, whatonflatearth.com is where you can get my special. Uh, I will be at the Story Inn in Nashville, Indiana. Hmm. Or at, I guess Story, Indiana. Hmm. Love that place. Uh, and then I will be also in Des Moines, Iowa in January. Akron, Ohio, December 22 and 23. As uh, Pete, the uh, the uh, booker, he since uh, passed on. Thanks for bringing him up. He'd, wow. he'd say, Polly Shore, not funny. I book him in two weeks. Damn. 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 Ryan. Damn, 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 damn. CrippleThreat.com, CrippleThreat8 on all the stuff. This very weekend you can see me at hyenas comedy club in dallas to mm. dallas texas <laughs> uh, -huh. uh the 21st uh, i'm in placentia placent how do you say that, that placenta placenta yeah, yeah i'm gonna eat i'm gonna eat the placenta we've been saving mm -hmm. it for six that's months that's healthy for the mother and yes a lot of minerals. Uh, the clubhouse grill in placentia california isn't there a place called jr's also in placentia or am i way off uh, Wait, know. Clubhouse, is that a shoemaker uh, thing? No, that's that's uh, Matt Cole that you set me up with. 
Oh, that clubhouse. I'm sorry, Placentia. We're talking Orange County. Yes, yeah, great show. Super fun. Son of a bitch. Uh, on December 22nd, I don't have the uh, exact locations yet, but I'm doing a couple things in Indianapolis when I'm home for uh, for the holidays. Holiday. What you going to do for the holidays? Celebrate. Uh, in January, I'm at uh, Zanies and Rosemont. I got Purdue, Indiana coming up, Bowling Green. Tulsa got some stuff where I got uh, just add him come back to South Dakota in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also my special is uh, uh, not at what on flat because mine won an award. Uh, you can see it on Amazon Prime and Tubi called Unarmed and Dangerous. Watch it or I'll hunt you down. Pow, 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 pow. Uh, yes. Right now, I am only a few mere views away from 50,000 on my special Saudi stepdad. It's on youtube.com slash Johnny LaQuasto. Do me a favor. If you've seen it already, that's great. Click on the link again. Click the thumbs up. Write a comment and send the link to a couple of friends because that's how the word gets out. That's how people get to see it. Because in 2024, I would love to be doing a lot more shows. But uh, right now, we just got to see how the rest of this year shakes out. Got a lot of family stuff coming up. So kind of focusing on all of that. But yes, in the meantime, please watch that special. And uh, other than that, all I got to say is, and as always, you better be careful or I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm not going to be careful at all. <laughs> I'm going to live dangerously. Yeah. <laughs>